0: Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach.
1: Welcome to a Wednesday, October 11th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We'll start off today with a bunch of Justice League-related stuff, including three new TV spots, 30 seconds apiece, have been released. I think they did a pretty good job not showing... There's, There's a little bit of new footage in all three of them. But a lot of footage we've already seen and just snippets of new stuff. Uh, so mostly stuff we've seen with some new stuff. Uh, what did you think of these, Zach?
0: Yeah, ju- just like you said, it's it's mostly stuff we've seen before. But the, the new stuff that they added definitely just added a couple new funny things that we haven't seen before. A couple different ways of Batman saying, we're going to form a team or I need people to help me. And... Didn't really change anything that we didn't already know. It just kind of gave a little more context, a little more humor. And I, I don't know. I thought they were great, great little 30-second spots.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, we get to see, we yeah, they're really trying to show there's humor and everything like that. And this is going to be fun. Um, but I also like the really epic look of everything, the epic scope. We've talked about this before, but even more shots of whatever this invasion looks like, both the past invasion and the present invasion it looks amazing the more we see of that mm-hmm. and i'm i'm really wanting to see what that looks like in the final film
0: yeah and then every little thing that they've released we've we seems like we've gotten just like two percent more of that kind of interaction between Aqu- aquaman and batman on the batmobile and everything that they keep showing just keeps adding to it i i laughed out loud at the i'm not the one who brought a pitchfork yeah <laughs> in the one- so yeah that's yeah. a great that's a great line and uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, just funny. I will say a minor nitpick alert. I do kinda wish uh, the Batman didn't have his voice changer thing when he was didn't need to hide his identity. So like when he's with talking with the team, I would I would prefer just the normal Ben Affleck voice as opposed to the, the change one. But that's a totally minor nitpick and means absolutely nothing in the film.
0: Yeah, well you never know who's listening in.
1: <laughs> right. Um, yeah and I I mean again there's just stuff I will say we're seeing more and more of Cyborg and you can tell as they get closer to the final film he's they can show more with him you can see he's in light more and he's doing other stuff we get to see his well that's in the next thing we'll talk about you can see his arm cannon and things like that but he looks good there's a shot of just uh, four of them standing there in the red background and he's just standing there and he looks like massive and really cool so, I don't know. Yeah. The more more we see of them, the more I like it. Yeah, the more and more
0: time they have to, to finish up the effects and just to make them look fantastic. And I don't know. Yeah, looks great.
1: Uh, there's also a new Justice League exclusive first look by AT&T. They have their own sort of website, att.com dot, ATT dot slash Justice League, which has some promotional stuff on there, but they do have this. It's about a minute and a half long first look type thing. It's got some concept art mixed in with some footage and some actors talking about the film a little bit. Uh, anything jump out to you on, on this?
0: Uh, not really. Nothing really new. Just kind of rehashing, restating some of the things that we've already seen. Again, I, I I think the one thing that I remember from it actually is Ezra Miller saying he's maybe having
1: too much fun. And I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think he's having just the right <laughs> amount of fun for him. Right. Uh, yeah, and yeah, this is where we get to see Cyborg in action a little bit more, too. And, and that's where I really started to like that. So. Yep. Uh, we also got news that from Deadline that Justice League will get a November 17th release date in China. That was just offic- officially decided. So it's pretty much the same as the rest of the world for the film, except for Japan, which comes the following week. Um, so that's good news to I don't know. I like it when everything releases the same weekend, just so you have an idea of a better idea financially of where it's at. And Wonder Woman made 91 million in China, and Batman v Superman made about 95 million. So it's you know it's the second biggest market in the world, I think, still. Uh, so hopefully it it does well there and get some of that Wolf Warriors two money. <laughs> oh man, yeah,
0: it'll. I'm sure it'll surpass that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it, we're talking about a massive film here. Uh, so. There's also Variety had an article about 10 actors to watch, and Kiersey Clemens was named on that list, Iris West, uh, and she talked just a little bit about Justice League, the scope of the film, and she thought it was pretty cool how you just like go to the gym, and you see there's Aquaman working out, <laughs> uh, which would be pretty fun, I got to admit, going to the gym, and there's Jason Momoa just doing whatever Jason Momoa does. Is that fun, or is that intimidating?
0: I, I think I would definitely have to step up my game if I'm working out with Jason Momoa.
1: Well, yeah, I think you would have a pretty good workout if you were standing next to him, and spotting him or something like that i think you would be pretty prepared for a good workout i think your muscles get bigger just being within like a 50 foot radius of him that could be (laughs) i I mean i don't know how aquaman's powers work exactly right
0: uh moving on to maybe a different film that has wonder woman in it but not the same wonder woman that's a terrible segue professor marston and the wonder Woman. uh the final trailer release for that the movie actually comes out friday um what do you think of this trailer
1: tom yeah more of the same a lot of stuff we've seen before um yeah i don't i think you either are interested in this film or not by this point
0: yeah most of it is kind of some of the clips we've already seen that weren't officially trailers they sort of just put them together and added a a few more things we do get to see the where he gets the name wonder Woman because he originally had the longer version um i don't know that was cool Uh, there's also an article in psychology today about the true story aspect of the film and some of maybe the common misconceptions about Professor Marston and some other things like he's credited as the inventor of the lie detector and he he didn't necessarily was the first one who like physically put one together, but he, he certainly came up with uh, kind of the way to use it and improvements that have lasted to today.
1: Yeah, and I saw, I noticed that that article was shared by Christy Marston, who is William Moulton Marshton's granddaughter. And it's I guess it's why they're the, she and the family aren't really supporting this film. Yeah. Uh, from what it sounds like, because it's uh, they're saying not surprising when you have a Hollywood it's being billed as, you know, the true story. Whereas really this is there's very little information known about, you know, behind the scenes of William Moulton Marshton's life. And the film obviously does what Hollywood does and sort of fills in the gaps in the most creative way they can. So without really knowing if it's accurate. So I wasn't expecting this to be a documentary, but I think it's, you know, it's not surprising that it it may or may not be the real true story, but um, there might be some truth in it. It's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a documentary, but I'll probably check this out. I want to see this. I don't know when, um, but yeah, I'm not expecting it to be hundred percent factual.
0: Yeah. It's definitely still a really interesting concept just to get at least some of the story behind it and, you know what the what the creative filling in the gaps like you said of the stuff we that we just really don't know all the facts for
1: yeah and i don't think it's done with ill intent or no, anything no. like that to uh for the film but i think it's it is you know creative hollywood filling in unsurprisingly yep and last thing today is a website question from david david honeycutt um you remember you can always contact us fill, uh, at dcdailydrop.com or email us at podcast at dcdailydrop if you want your question read on the show uh, so this is spoilers a little bit for the Smallville finale, if you don't want to hear about that. It's only six <laughs> and a half years old now. Yep. Uh, but he he says, I was watching the finale of Smallville again today, and I noticed that when Chloe was reading her son a comic book, they showed us a shot of her son's bow and arrow. When I first watched the finale in 2011, I didn't think much of it. We all know Chloe married Oliver. Do you know if their son is supposed to be Connor Hawk someday, at least in the Smallville universe? Uh, what do you think about that, Zach?
0: Well, I... As much as I went there to still be a Smallville universe, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know how far into it now we are. I don't know how far the Smallville universe has
1: gone, if it's just done. but Well, do you do you think this, <laughs> this little, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, Counterhawk is Green Arrow's son, Oliver Queen's yeah. son, in the future, and he becomes a Green Arrow himself. Uh, do you think, you know, that was meant to be, you know, a little Easter egg that it might be? Connor Hawk or if it's just some other kid or
0: yeah I mean I certainly think that's within the realm of possibility but it's also I think it's also just showing that she married Oliver because he likes bows and arrows and of course he would give his son a bow and arrow
1: yeah it shows that yeah I think that was the main (laughs) point is that it shows they live happily ever after we'll say that's kind of a, a weird I always thought that was a weird scene I liked it in the context of the finale but it's like wait a minute did chloe make this comic book herself because it reveals everything yeah <laughs> about clark and is she is this like out there for the world or did she just make it for her son so now her son knows clark's identity so i think it's one of those things it's best if you don't think about it too hard i don't know if they meant for it to be connor hawk uh i did some research i read all the season 11 comic books and i never remembered it coming up but i did look it up and they did they towards the end of it they get is when they get pregnant And they do have a child and name him Jonathan. So if that's the same son, then it definitely wouldn't be Connor Hawk, but it could still be a green arrow and a Connor Hawk type character that they just named Jonathan.
0: Yeah, definitely could be.
1: And it's, that's
0: kind of the great thing about these things that don't have definitive answers. And I kind of hope that they don't ever have definitive answers because it's, it can kind of basically be whatever you want and whatever is the best in your imagination.
1: That's what's true to you. And that's cool. Yeah. So in my mind that, That boy is going to become a Green Arrow one day, but maybe not Connor Hawk. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.
0: Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.